0: Word of the day and words at play. It's Reason 657.
1: There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason
0: why you're Hey there, Tony here. You remember me, right? The word nerd. Yeah, and I'm certain I was born that way, by the way. So you need to just love and understand me and accept me for the identification I choose for myself, okay? Now that I've gotten that heated rant off my chest as a word nerd. Um, I'll move along. I only brought it up because of an online dictionary. Uh, I just got off the Merriam-Webster website where I found the word of the day, and I wasn't even looking for it. I was actually there to compare a definition of a word that I just looked up on my computer's dictionary app, but When I tapped into the Merriam-Webster's site, right there at the top, it said, Word of the Day, and then another section said, Words at Play. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, they rhymed their links. Hmm, not not bad. That's not all. Just a little further down the page, they had a link that said, Word Nerds, save words, plus keep track of all your lookups. And I said, hey, how did they know I was on here? I'm a word nerd, and they're talking right to me. But you might be asking, why are you making such a big deal out of this, Tony? Who cares what a dictionary website says anyway, right? Well, it's like your computer and devices. They just know. They know almost as much about you as you know yourself these days. And they serve up stuff you thought you only thought about. And because your mind was already on the subject, you click the links. It's digitally freaky is what it is. Of course, I'm kidding, mostly, about the Merriam-Webster website because they're a dictionary. So naturally, they'd be all about words, even the word of the day and words at play and word nerds, all of of that, sure. I mean, that's, you know, you'd expect that on a dictionary place or a thesaurus or any of those. But there's a whole lot of that behind-the-scenes listening going on. If you think not, then either you don't have a smartphone or a computer connected to the Internet, or you just haven't noticed it yet. And the listening part got me thinking about the difference between human listening and God listening. And that difference boils down to one word, grace. That word sums up the glory of God and the shortcomings and failures of man. Because God hears what we humans say every day. And He still offers the grace of eternal life to anyone with the humility to ask for it. You and I, and whoever you are, you and I, yes, you and I, have done nothing and never do anything to deserve that grace. But God doesn't listen to you with an agenda to trip you up or sell you something. He hears with a pure heart. And he wants us to have that too. So the only commandment he makes during this dispensation of time is to love. Mm -hmm. That's his commandment to us. You look closer from the Christian perspective, and it's kind of like a two-pronged approach to that commandment of love. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbors yourself. But basically it boils down to love. And Paul wrote a you could say it's kind of like a whole chapter in his letter to the Corinthians, where it's uh, the famous one, thirteen. Um Anyway, he talks about love. You know, without it, the rest of it doesn't matter. So, man, yeah, wow, I mean, who'd have thought that my dictionary lookup of an entirely different word, by the way, would lead to this message about grace and love. But that's kind of the way it works in life sometimes. No other... Doctrine or fable, no genealogy, compares to creation with love, cosmology. So I turn to the Lord of all understanding with the goal to do this one thing He's commanding, love. And I'd love it if you'd go over to TonyFunderberg.com and click on that merch tab and get one of those t-shirts for your very own self and ten for your best friends and neighbors. That t-shirt that says, Life has rhyme and reason because God made you.
1: There's around